we so I'm like, bro, we ain't here pushing and shit. We working, man. Next thing I know, uh, it's it starts to get to so now we at eight o'clock. Now it's coming to eight o'clock. So now I'm at I now already been at work for hours. Alright, so next thing I know, we uh all the other people coming in. You know, like the other supervisors and shit like that. And I'm just like, what you want me to do? We had private parties, my nigga. We didn't know we had private parties and shit like that. Next thing I know, we got to do some gap. Uh, uh, you know, when we're trying to clear shit out, we need to clear it out before it get packed. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? They, they letting people do private parties and shit. It's fucking us up. Yes. So we got, so now now when they when they get done with the private party, we got to hurry up there and move all the shit out the way. And then the manager going to come to me and she was like, um, I opened that door because I said, look, bro, look, I know you frustrated. I understand. But you coming at me like that is not going to make this go any easier than you think. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know what I'm saying? I ain't say it no disrespectful way because she a sweet woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She um she she ain't that much older than us. She yeah, I, I could tell she was frustrated because it was a lot of shit going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? But we, you know, it was people sitting at the tables, they weren't supposed to be sitting at the tables because the tables were reserved for other people. And I had to go in there and do that shit. But my I mind you, it was only two people on clock this whole time. So you can imagine how hard it is when we near capacity, it's two people. One person got to stay at the gate and check IDs and shit like that. And I got to go through all this shit. This at the game? Because I'm quote unquote super. I ain't even really the supervisor. This at the game? Nah, my nigga, this is at the cotton district. So we in the cotton district. I was about, about, to, say, you, but I was about to say, I know they had y'all at the game too deep. Oh, no, nah, we at the cotton district. I swear to God. That sounds like suicide. Bro, uh, you know. Try to love. <laughs> he started to you know, sound uh, like a robot a little fast, huh? Yeah, I, <laughs> I heard that shit too. Uh, <laughs> that nigga Zo ain't shit. That nigga Zo said computer love. You talking about the cotton dishes, son? Now hold on, man. <laughs> <Hey, man. laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I like, well, wait a minute, I hear that shit too. What the fuck going on? Shoot, that's your that's your end. All my life I've been searching for someone. <laughs> hey, but so, uh Yeah, so I sound good, so so sound good on my end. Yeah. Uh, hey, you sound straight, my G. Sound the one trying to put us a concert together. Oh, I bet. so I just, I just pulled, I just pulled into my, um, into my apartment complex, and so she, the Wi-Fi connected, you, you but you know, it was weak. I mean, you still, at, uh, was it? Yeah, you was at Helix, right? Same. Huh? I said you still at Helix, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I went to go look at my homegirl trailer just a minute ago. Oh. It's straight. It's, oh. You know she, what I'm saying? Where she got the trailer at? 
it's out there past um going past Gunco, like going past what Drake used to say. Yeah. Yeah. And um you know, honestly and truthfully, not a bad looking trailer. It, the woodwork is good, all that shit look nice. You know. So. But um, you nigga talking about going to Dave. Ain't much. Dave's cause money. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, damn right. Dave's cause money. I thought that was corn. That ain't corn. But yeah. So like I said, bro, I'm coming. I'm coming from work. Uh, we we dealing with a lot of stuff, bro. And you know, like I said, I signed the NDA, so I can't say the name, but I can talk about. You know, it was this one old dude, bro. And his therapist said that he could go upstairs, but he couldn't come downstairs. So we had to pick him up. You know, so basically. He probably had some type of motor dysfunction or some shit. Yeah, so say for instance, like, when you're going up the stairs, you can kind of lean back. Uh-huh. But when he coming down the stairs, it's more weight, meaning he got more pressure on his back oh, yeah. because he got got that pot belly. So that pot belly going to bring it back forward. Well, tell that bitch-ass nigga not to go fuck upstairs here because ain't nobody about to but carry see, that down. I the only that reason, The only reason is because the therapist said so. So it was his therapist's fault because he called, he called to clarify with the doctor. Yeah, and they said it was okay. Well, so this came to a club. You said what? I hope that nigga. Failed. So this motherfucker. So this motherfucker came to a spot. No one he could potentially not walk upstairs and just put everybody in danger. Look, the thing with, is, the spot he talking about got an upstairs and downstairs. The motherfucker should just kept his ass downstairs. Uh, nah, he nah, he pushing P. <laughs> but yeah, that was the private party, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, the private party was upstairs. Yeah, so he 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 didn't know it was gonna be upstairs, but that's where that's where they hosted it. Yeah. So he didn't know that. So that's when he called. So they really, so really, it was the establishment spot. But that's why they that's why they tried so hard to make sure that they could get them in the car safely, because they knew that um. You know, you got to be able to be accessible to handicap. Yeah. No matter, no matter how many floors it is. True. You got to be accessible to everybody. So, we got that situated. We got them down the stairs. And we tried to get them out the back way, but that didn't work. How big was so, Ooh, you? You make it sound like this nigga was like 400 pounds. How big was this big ass well of a man? Well, he, he wasn't. He didn't look big, bro, but he was tall, so he carried a lot of weight with him. Wow. My nigga. Oh, that motherfucker he, was top here. Oh, yeah, that nigga had a pot belly in there. That nigga. And yeah. you know, and then, you know what I'm saying? He he weak. So a lot of, it was a lot of dead weight on me. You know what oh, I'm saying? That nigga sound like he might have been dying. Hey, uh. Well, they did take him to the doctor. <laughs> they had to. Hey, like, he couldn't. He couldn't do nothing. He couldn't. He couldn't walk. He was ri- literally in pain. So, and you out partying? What the fool? Fuck! 
Well, like I said, it was a private party, so like it was, you know, you know the game. That's what they they go to watch the games though. Mm-hmm. So who done let the GDs in the building? They don't let the GDs in the door. Hey, Trump's for the free. Man. I ain't even trying to be funny here. That that's just real though. Why? But the you want the the craziest part though, bro? What it was. Nigga that was half dead, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. That nigga was butt nigga laying on the floor in the bathroom, bro. What the fuck? That nigga was gone. Man, they hit home. Man hurts. His name, his homeboys came in there, pulled his pants up, my nigga. And we just grabbed the nigga, put him on the shoulder, and we took him out. So the nigga was naked? Yeah. Uh, his homeboys pulled his clothes up. Yeah, okay, okay. I was about to say, yeah, he naked. He was in the bathroom, and I guess mm-hmm. he—I guess he tried to pee he or whatever. The next, uh, he was shooting up. I can tell you what that was. That nigga shot up. That's the only reason motherfuckers get naked in the bathroom and come out half dead. He was shooting up, Jack. Yep. Then they just like, just like when you dealing with with a motherfucker that too here. When a motherfucker go into the walk into the bathroom and then come out dancing, he did a line of cocaine. And I, I can tell you, that I know for a fact he was, he was shooting up because I had the same situation happen in Waffle House. That motherfucker was shooting up in that damn bathroom at that party, son. Heron. Big dope. What he talking about? And White Horse. And Sam will help him yeah, out. The GD. Oh, hey. Hey, let's talk GD. So, so what we're going to talk about, folks, we're going to talk about fucking. We. Hey, man. Fresh Prince went crazy. Hey, for real, for real, for real. I guess we hitting up. Oh, God, that's real. Hey, for real. There you go. See, welcome back to another amazing, amazing review of the. of Bel Air Fresh Prince. Well, just Fresh Prince. Just Bel Air on Peacock Network. Y'all already know what time it is. We back it again. We got all three of us in the building. We got Ziggy. We got Sam. Yeah. And we got all my yeah. in this bit. Fuck you talking about. So. cock a doo We gonna get right into this. I'm trying to let the real nigga in the door. Hey, fuck you talking about. <laughs> so we gonna, we gonna get right. We gonna get right into it then, man. So shit. What? what? We we how we gonna do? It? We gonna start from the beginning to the end like we usually do, or how we gonna do it? We can. Shit, what you think, Sam? All right, what happened in the beginning of it? Then let let's talk about that. Let's just start off usual style. All right, shit. In the beginning, God created man and woman. I'm playing. Um, shit, I don't even know how this shit started, Joe. Oh, yeah, they were finna go to church. Yeah, 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 they were, they were. They were finna go to church. They getting ready to go to Get some of that Jesus. Oh, God, I did that on accident, because that show tied in perfect. <laughs> but, um, okay, be, now I'm being serious. What the fuck? Go I'm ahead, son. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. In the beginning, in the beginning, okay, we was in this room getting ready, getting this suit on. He didn't know how to tie a tie. First thing first, probably could not have a father in the household. Um, true, true. 
Very true. Sad, sad, Shout sad moment for the young brother. Shout out, fuck with. Um, <laughs> okay, nigga, don't ever leave kids behind. Sad boy Jeffrey, this type of shit. Jeffrey walks in, you know what I'm saying, with the information, fun. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, Jeffrey uh-huh. walks in with that info from for the boy. Sam, Sam just texted me too. He said he just got a serious talk talk call. He'll be back. So, we all, right. all right. So me and me and Zo thugging out the trap like we usually do. Shoot, but hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Hell yeah, and I think yeah. when that's the very beginning that Jeffrey was helping him with his tie. Yeah, very beginning. Jeffrey helping him with the tie. All right, that's yeah, awesome. Too. We also asked him something about his daddy. Then he asked him what said should he uh be pursuing it right or something like that. Something like that. It was something to that effect. No, no, and no. Jeffrey, I know what it. Was. I know what it was. If you, well, you can go ahead too. But I, I think I know what I remember what it was now. You want me to say it or you want to say what you were gonna say? Oh yeah, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it, man. Let's stay on topic. All right, yeah, he. Will has, Will has said that Computer love Will, Will said that that um he was asking Jeffrey he was asking Jeffrey what the um like what would the ramifications be of him pursuing his father and then that's when Jeffrey said oh to be honest it might, it might, you know, affect the family negative. Might affect the family negatively. You remember? I remember that shit. Yeah. So that was, so that was happening. Behind so every successful product. So that was interesting. Smart UX. Behind ooh, that. Ooh, 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 ooh. Talented UX experts what on fire. Fuck? Start now. Sorry, what? y'all. My, my fucking YouTube, right? My fucking YouTube was going. I was trying to pull up an intermittent instrument and YouTube was going. But yeah, Will had asked Jeffrey about should he go and pursue his father. And Jeffrey basically told him, uh, he basically told him if he does that, like, then it'll like, it'll have negative ramifications on the family type shit. Can you hear me? I hear you. Yeah, that's basically it. Go ahead and uh, say what you were waiting to say, son. Ah, man. This, that moment between him and Jeffrey was kind of dope. Like, Jeffrey not actively telling him he has to do it, but leading him in a direction like he wants him to do it. Yeah. That's all it was. Shit. Jeffrey being a real nigga like he supposed to. <laughs> So, I mean, what what was the scene after that? Um, the family together in the kitchen. Yeah, let me pull up. Let me pull up Peacock so I can so I can go ahead and have all the scenes ready and on standby. But what happened in the kitchen, if you remember? Because I I hardly remember. We were waiting on the goddess Miss Coco Jones to make an appearance. Ah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was dressed. Yeah, yeah. you right. Everybody was dressed and shit. Dressed to the T. Yeah, to yeah. the T. 
Yeah, yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, Uncle Phil had a cold ass suit on, boy. No, for real. Carlton was short. Yeah, yeah, Carlton was short. Yeah, yeah, they old pimp head. Yeah. Oh, shit. I sound bad. Nah, you straight, son. Nah, I was just singing the song. Nah, nigga, that's, that's, my, that's my cold word now. Every time somebody shit start fucking up. Oh, okay, okay. Keep that. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it and keep it, yeah. But shit, yeah, shit, yeah. So Uncle Phil had on that fresh ass hat. Shout out to Uncle Phil, fresh ass hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, real shit, though, so a couple things happened in that series. Um, Uncle Phil placing the expectations of the afternoon on everybody's hit on everybody. This time we're trying to make you forget. So, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't player. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting up that right now so we can, uh, we can get this straight up scene by scene. Alright. Alright. I hate I watched this shit two days ago. We did it's just that we were we ain't recorded right after we watched. It. Prepare yourselves. Yeah, yeah. Everybody dressed to the T we just talked about that. Um, yeah. Uncle Phil talk acknowledging the family and all that stuff. So the next scene after that was the ter- oh man, I want I, I want to know what's the fuck gonna happen. You you know when they first got to the church, and like they was talking about you know because you know the pastor at the church is the one the alphas from the alpha picnic from the Yamakron episode. Yeah, yeah. The one that he was that Uncle Phil was having static with. Yeah, yeah. They seem to have gotten on a better terms yeah. since then. Oh, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. And then, um, you know, Ashley was talking to Unveil. It first come in with Ashley talking to Unveil about, um, like, how she was going to ask the pastor about having more LGBT plus people in the um, choir. Ashley progressive as fuck. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of saw, like, that come back in the, late, in the later part of this episode. Well, you know what, um, Bill had that little talk with, but we'll get into that later when it comes to it. But yeah, after yeah, yeah. after Ashley does all that, whoop, 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 um, Uncle Phil, you know, he dap up Fred. Uncle Phil asked Fred about you. That know, bitch ass nigga Fred. I mean, not Fred. Damn, not Fred. What's the pastor name? I don't remember. Man, Alpha Pastor. <laughs> Alpha Pastor. But anyway. Hey, that's all I can think of, nigga. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, we're going to be out for pass, though. However, however y'all could. Y'all just going to have to leave us like that, man. So, anyway. So, anyway. Um, what I was going to say is, like, Hillary was talking to... He was talking to uh, what's the the I think the pastor's daughter. You hear me? Uh huh. Yeah, I think Hillary was talking to. The was that the pastor's daughter. daughter or was that um? I ain't telling who saw who that shot it was. That was Karuchi. But she was fine. That's Karuchi. I know that was Karuchi, but yeah. I was trying to figure out who she was in this to the old to the pastor. I don't, 
It that I, was the pastor daughter. I ain't gonna say that's the pastor daughter, son. But what I will say is that she well, looked damn good. I mean, of course, of course. But I will say they they had known her for a long time because Hillary had said like they had known each other. You know, they hadn't spoken for forever, and like they had known each other for a long time. So, other than that. All I really have to say about the interaction, which will be interesting, is that Hillary wanted, Hillary said that old girl had like 12 million followers or some crazy shit like that. And then, really but, crazy. Yeah, and then Hillary said, oh, we should do some official content together. And then she said, she said, yeah, I've seen you. I like your latest stuff. So we should see what comes of that. Because by her latest stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that she's, she's implying that she saw the Thirsty Shell video. But I want to, I'm, I'm interested to see if the girl does it. Because if she is the, the pastor's daughter. I want to see if she does it or she declines it because she doesn't want to do it because of Hillary's negative kind of neg- negative reputation. Thirst. Yeah, negative reputation. So that that would be interesting to see that. Or if they do some thirsty shit stuff together, then I might be like, oh wait a minute now. Oh my god! Oh, Praise the Lord. But other than that, that's another sweet nectar. Hey, real. But other than that, um. When they walking into the church, you know, they dapping everybody up. Um, Will is talking to Carlton, and Carlton is talking about, Will asks Carlton about what he should do about his dad. And basically, Carlton says something to the effect of, hey, man, and do it, like, do what you think is right. Type shit. Hang a lot like Carlton in this episode, too. Yeah. He's a human, human eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll coming to him, even like trying to be vulnerable and asking him what he what do you think he should do about his dad? So I mean that yeah. that shows Will was trusting him like on a brotherly level. So yeah, I'm fucking yeah. with that. So everybody everybody growing. That's what I'm fucking with. Ain't just. Uh, they ain't just beefing for the sake of beefing now. They just they really trying to work shit out and shit. Yeah. So hell yeah, that's that's it, man. Shoot, I ain't really got much else on that that little segment right there. But if we go, if we step into it a little bit, a little bit further. Oh yeah, I do got I got some deep deep on Carson part. This is the first time we've not seen we've seen Carson not have a definitive answer for Will on the situation. This is also true. Carson is like, usually Carson. Is that even if it's a snarky comment, it still gives Will some type of clarity on how he should move in the situation within mm-hmm. the confines of the Bel Air social climate. So I find it interesting that Carson is stumped be it either by his anxiety or by not lack of knowledge of the situation so yeah I like that Carson ain't got the answer for this yeah. makes Will have to think about it it makes, makes Will have to like seek his own conclusions exactly. but um also when they were sitting in those pews um 
and there's I'm just getting more clarity because you know I'm just looking at the scenes from the episodes and everything. Um, but Uncle Phil, you know, he had had that little exchange with Hillary went where he told her, you know, like the the Thirsty Chef video was scrolled off the line and all that stuff. So like, and then she said, yeah, your campaign manager ain't got to worry about that shit like that, which is understandable. But then he also said, who knows, maybe law school is still in your future. And then Hillary just gave him a, a look like, yeah, nigga. So we're going to see if that. Yeah. We're going to see if Hillary is going to, like, push back on him even harder because of, like, snarks like that. Because we already know, like, Unveil was, Phil was feeling the same way, but she just kind of came around to it. So we're going to see, like, if Hillary's going to start getting uh, Uncle Phil any pushback because we already know that, um, that she's Uncle, Uncle Phil's angel. So... It'll be interesting to see how that dynamic works, and then as we as we'll see later on that she that she has another man in her life that she's wanting to impress her. So we'll see how that goes. That should be very interesting. But moving on, the boy Carlton, the boy Carlton. I mean, we could go into the preacher sermon, but that nigga wasn't talking about shit. So <laughs> he wasn't though, man. He was just talking about you know. He, he talked. I can't even remember, man. It was the just basic, the basic, the basic TV pastor sermon. Hell yeah, basically. But uh, man, let's talk about this nigga Carlton, man. I didn't know he was gonna go up there and sing that song. That nigga, he picked the song, didn't he? He picked the song with some Hell class yeah. to it. I swear, <laughs> that's one of them old. <laughs> He's all the best in me. Hey. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> let the GDs in the building. Hey, who let the GDs in the church? <laughs> hey. <laughs> who who let the deacons in the church? We gotta, Fuck we gotta you talking stop about. Doing this shit. Who let the deacons in the church? <laughs> Reverend Conley Wilson. <laughs> The good deacons in the church. Don't let the GDs. The good deacons in the church. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Gorilla deacons. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about uh, Carlton getting choked up. So, ah, uh, yeah, not 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 his best moment. Not, not his best moment, man. But like, I ain't gonna lie. When the scene was going on, I was thinking that like it was gonna be one of those. Churchy scenes like where they kind of have everybody else start clapping for him, be like, "Come on, Carlton, you got it, you got it," and he finishes finishes the song. Oh hell no! Nah, and then everybody came, and then everybody came and like you know they came and they supported him, crowd around like, "Let's see, we told you we could do it." But that's not what happened. Carlton anxiety yeah, got the best of him. I mean, but baby still with Carlton though. Baby still with Carlton, but sure. I mean, he did he did do good in this episode. That's why I was thinking like. It was gonna be some shit like that, like a little showing a little bit more of the human side of Carson. I mean, but I guess that is. I mean, he he is human. Yeah, but they got anxiety. And he that just, nigga, that nigga crashed and burned. Yeah, oh, and even that he crashed and burned. He was in church. People people do that all the time. But the the crashing and burning parts when he ran off stage, you gotta stay off stage, son. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm live talking about. Die, that's the live and die and stay. Live and die on stage for sure. That's well. And then, um, if we're gonna move on after that, um, any any other 
any other synopsis or anything about Carlton's reaction to, you know, being in church and feeling? Uh, shit, I don't want I really don't want to kick him while you down, but his suit was the was the weakest out of all to me. <laughs> you really mean? Yeah. I can't let it make it. I could have, but I didn't. Hey. I'm so ashamed. I'm yeah, I'm fucking with it though. Hey, tell the truth, Shane the Devil. What you talking about? But anyway, um, the very next scene is Ashley and Unveiled. So that's the. This is the scene where Ashley, where Unveiled, you know, is acts where Unveiled acts. Ashley, is there anything that you need to tell me? And then you know, Ashley, obviously, she says, "Uh, what? You know, why are you talking about acting like she don't know that Unveiled basically, you know." You know, basically tells her, like, if there's anything that you want to talk about, anything at all, you know, just just let me know type shit. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was very cool. Unveil being active in her daughter's life. Hell yeah. And being upfront enough to be like, hey, something you want to tell me? Like, if, if, parents, if more parents did that, you have a lot less instances of shit happening to their kids, bro. True, true. Like, it's not being combative with them, but necessarily just giving them a safe space to say certain things so they don't feel like they have to hide it. Yeah. That's that's more, that's more of my right with modern parents than anything, but I feel like I got a lot of cousins and shit, young cousins. They don't have safe spaces at all, bro. They get... But yeah, dead, but little. I got a one cousin, his mother makes fun of him for crying and shit, so I see that ending very badly for him. And it's a dope development cycle. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, from my looking into it, you know, I thought it was pretty cool, you know. I'll be able to just come to make sure that her daughter had someone that she could always talk to type shit. So. Got to. Hey, that's I really take care of the baby. Man, man, why are we getting over this episode? As y'all can see and listen by, like how we giving our synopsis, man. It's not really. It's it was some good parts to this episode, but the beginning was kind of. It was just kind of yeah. something to watch. Yeah, it was. It it was uh other than, Carlton backing out from the church and all that stuff. Ain't really nothing else, but. But then. I don't, I don't know if you remember, but that scene where Will and Hillary was in the kitchen right after the scene about um, Ashley and Unveil. That's when Will actually told Hillary that Carlton has been using coke. And yep. she, she didn't, she wasn't as surprised as I thought. She just asked how bad was it. Well, that's I, what I'm saying. That's what I said when I first. Hold up, she didn't show no type of um. Yo. I'm watching the scene right now, so. Oh, shit. Live reaction. Secondary reaction, but it's a reaction. Nah, I'm just making sure that I'm getting all the words down, so. Okay, so basically. Okay, now she was. She did. She wasn't as flamboyant as 
performative with it, but she she basically said, yeah, this is barely everybody likes to party, you know, because Will had told her, uh, your brother Expect likes to the party. Reaction. Yeah. But then she said, oh, this is barely everybody likes to party. Then Will said, nah, like the hard stuff, Coke, Xanax, shit like that. And then that's when she was like, really? And then she asked, how bad is it? Then she, she paced back and forth a little bit, but then that's when she said, all right, we need to talk to him. I thought that was going to lead to them having like a conversation in the very next scene, but it didn't. So, I mean, but now Hillary Nah, knows. She, sent, she sent him to deal with that shit yeah, immediately. Yeah. Nah, they wanted to talk to him. She wanted to talk to him, but Will was like, nah, I'll handle it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. She done that. how that went. Nigga, I just she watched it. She said it would be weird. It was, she, uh, her, she said it would be weird coming from her. No, I, I literally just said do it. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm watching. I'm watching. I missed them words, nigga. Sorry, I ain't got the sound on. I ain't listening to the sound on, son. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, nigga. I'm trying, goddamn. I got a lot of stuff going on on my screen right now. <laughs> you, got, you, got Coco, you got Coco Jones OnlyFans on your shit. Nah, I got this going on, then I gotta keep going and restarting the type beats over again. So we can so the music can be concurrent throughout because they ain't hour long type beats and shit. So <laughs> Hey, getting to how we live type shit. For real. Hey, real talk. Hey, how we gotta be. But um basically Will goes and does that and while Will goes and does that well, guess what Coco John little fine ass did she called up the, she called up the nigga Jazz what the nigga Jazz say the nigga the nigga, the nigga in Bompton hmm. straight out yeah. of Bompton crazy motherfucker named Jazz she said she really just asked him she really just asked him was he free right then but we we know if y'all watch it y'all know what's gonna happen in the next scene but I mean the scene after that, obviously, is Carlton going in the room hey, to talk to nigga us. free. A female that can cook hit you up. I don't give a fuck what you doing. <laughs> Ain't the fact that she just that she fine. She can cook. Hell yeah. Cook her ass off. Literally. Oh, fuck you talking about. Anything black people do, like Carlos Miller said, any people do, any people black people do with they, to their ass off, I mean, they do the shit out of that. Fuck you talking about. Cook his ass off, fight his ass off, all this shit. But anyway, Will confronts Carlton in the next scene about the drug use and everything. Carlton says, oh, no, it's just Xanax. You know, basically, the, the usual druggy stuff is just Xanax. He was using it for, he used it for, you know, anxiety and stuff like that. I'm suffering from anxiety, but he was also saying that in the church, it wasn't. It wasn't stress, like he said he was okay. So But then like Will was just telling that he was concerned because the last time he had stage fright was when he uh, was about the poem and she was supposed to do with Lisa, but we all know <laughs> once he backed out of that Fashion shit. Burn. That nigga that nigga went in that nigga went into straight Tony one time no <laughs> I swear. Face in the coke. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, shoot, they um, they had, they they keep in this episode. They had a few like, I'm not gonna say heart to hearts, but that was a heart to heart, dog. Real nigga moment. 
Hell yeah. They had a few. They had. They had a few on this one. I like the uh, one with Will K and the Carlton and Trace. I like this one as well. Talk Will selling them if you ever need me. When you're struggling or anything, just let me know. Then he said, if you think you need them drugs, you know, let them know I ain't no judgment. You know, shit like that. I like it, you know. Black men being there for each other. Show the crown type shit. Good message. Message. Fuck you talking about. There gotta be black people on this damn show. Working on this show. <laughs> and I love it. Then the next scene after that is Coco and Jazz and Kylo and back at the creator house with Kylo and stuff at. And going to get her yeah, stuff. Yeah, fuck Kylo. Yeah, yeah. No cap, I don't even think I remember this little scene, so let me go ahead and watch it real fast. Watch it with the sound on. No, I ain't watching it with the sound on. I got subtitles on, son. So we, you can talk about what you what you noticed on the free. Okay, Dad, they went to retrieve the Bel Air Princess sign. Damn, Damn. shit, hey, that shit, that's a sign. Mm-hmm. Then Jazz basically asking her, so how you gonna get this fifty G's and shit that you need to pay off Ky- Kylo shit? Because- real nigga. Uh, uh- a question from a real nigga. Yeah, yeah. Because also in church too, Uncle Phil said that he respected how like Hillary got how Hillary was able to get out of that contract. But then we also know that um Hillary hasn't told Uncle Phil the you know, the particulars of the contract. So there's that as well. So she basically told him, Let's not talk about that right now. Like unless she gonna figure out a way. But we still don't know what the way is, so she might just start doing some more dirty, thirsty shit stuff. We never know. Um, I mean, it'll be a quick money grab. It'll be a sure. good look. Hell yeah. Hey, for real. That'll be a quick 50 G. Only fans that shit. Oh, for real? I'm telling you. But hell, not, on, not only that shit. Let's talk about when Jazz said, hey, you can always come cook in my crib. Like, uh, nah, he, he invited real, her nigga. to stay with him, didn't he? Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I do remember this part of it. Hell yeah. And then she said, oh, she'll, she'll cook for me and shit. But then she said she'll cook for me at a hotel. Now she said she owed him one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. And then they talking about going back to his crib, you know, cooking shit like that. Hillary, Hillary was on it. Hillary was about that action. Yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah, yeah. Hey, Hillary. Hillary was aggressive. Hillary, Hillary, Hillary said, "We now nah, we can get some room service at the hotel and snuggle up together." Oh, okay, now. Oh, 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 oh. She it giving them too a... much for my heart too. <laughs> you get mad at Jazz. <laughs> Hell yeah. You better not fuck this up. <laughs> I swear to God, that that's real nigga shit. You better not fuck this up. The God has not offered you a chance at the throne. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so the so the scene after that is is the uh the scene where scene where plus it's like Jeffrey is giving the envelope of of his dad's information to Will. So you know, and it's aside from the part about from the uh from when the bow tie stuff was going on. He basically, he basically 
ask Jazz, have you read this and shit like that. So this is the part we were thinking about. We got we got confused for the bow tie part. So basically, this is the part that said where Jazz, where Jeffrey said, if you pursue this, it could change your life and your father's and the oh, family. Yeah. So that's what this scene where he was giving, where he was giving him an envelope, and you know, putting the weight on Will's shoulders. But hell, he needs it, even though he's a, he's his own worst enemy. Some shit you just got to do for yourself. Either you crack under pressure, it make you a legend. Yeah, yeah. What's up, people? What's up, people? What's up, people? Now, I'm just taking this time out of this great, magnificent episode of the Products of Public School Education Podcast just to speak to my people who are interested in joining the podcasting space. I know there are a couple of questions that you all, that you guys want to know. Like, how do I edit? Is there a way to broadcast this live? How do I record an episode in general? And how do I get my show on all apps or as many apps as possible? Not only talking about Stitcher, not only talking about Google Podcasts, not only Apple Podcasts, but all of them in general. And the truth of the matter is, honestly, how do you make money? How do you make money as quickly as possible? And honestly, those other apps are great. I mean, especially Spotify. Some might even say Google Podcasts is a great one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might even frequent other podcasting platforms but for the truth of the matter there's only one podcasting platform that I trust to release my podcast on and that's Anchor Anchor is a one stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing editing and broadcasting your podcast and it's 100% free it's 100% free all you have to do is make an account and get on it and start it's ridiculously easy to use, ludicrously easy to use. Some might even say rem. Somebody, somebody might even say. I can't even think of another word that to describe how easy it is to use. But stupendously easy to use. That's a good one. All right, I'm gonna use that one. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors. Sponsors for people who make not safe for work content. Safe for work content, family oriented content, children oriented content, murder mystery content, horror content, or even just pure comedic content, and all of the above. They'll help curate your sponsors specifically for you. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to make money as fast as possible right away? Not even a couple episodes into the podcast, and space you can already be paired up with different sponsors and that's one of the things that I'm doing right now by reading you this ad so right now if you're interested in starting a podcast don't waste any more time it's all about consistency which is something over here you know we're proud of public school education for a reason we ain't the best but we try to be but if you want to start a podcast go ahead and download the app right now or if you're on your desktop go to anchor.fm forward slash start this anchor dot fm forward slash start either day you don't open that motherfucker and then we we eventually since we both watched this we eventually know what he what he chose to do but what would you have done in that situation oh nigga I'd have opened that motherfucker yeah I think I would have opened it too but no the, the way the Not way he... go ahead 
gonna lie. The, and the reason I would have opened it was it would have been better to get this shit out in the open and deal with your, the demons of your father than to let that shit hang over your head for another 17 years. Hmm. Rip the damn scab off and be through with it. True, true, but how they written, I mean, how they with the real in this written written will in this TV show? It's kind of like that since he, since they got made on such I ain't gonna say a dunce, but since they made on such is always enemy that they did dumb him down. They ain't dumb down at that point. But when I say dumb down, you know, I just mean like he is always enemy type shit. I just wanted to use. A oh, in the original series, word. he was the worst on enemy here. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, basically, basically, like I know the way from the way they've written them. If he did choose to open it, he he wasn't just gonna be able to stray away from whatever information that was in there, even if it had like new whereabouts. If that nigga was staying in Ohio with a white woman and had a family of ten kids, that nigga was gonna go there and get his heart broken. So I'm glad that I'm glad that he chose not to open it because I rather rather not have any more of Will's dumbass shenanigans. I, I like the rest of the family. Will is o- is an okay character, but I like the rest of the family as a whole. He's not the main character that I go to this show for. So I would I would not Damn. really like to see him like that. I thought I was the only person that said this shit. All right, hell no, everybody else, me. Everybody else has decent depth, so I I like the I like that too because I feel like now. Since everyone has decent has a decent depth to them, it's basically it's it's basically like pick or choose who who do you want your own person to be, and that goes from Ashley all the way up to Uncle Phil. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in my heart, I kill it. Will Nigga, Uncle, Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil, Leo, top two. Yeah. Uncle Phil, Leo, top two. I'm just far. I'm talking about like as far as like everybody in the house. I just use from Ashley to Uncle Phil because you know like from. Youngest to oldest type shit As far as like Who's under that roof So I mean Hey you I really, personally you really prefer can. the deaths Over everything <laughs> Hey I'm fucking with, I, love, I love me some Unfield too Whoa. Hey Can we Man We gotta Man bro Unfield and Unc And Hillary look like They could really be family In real life Exactly That's what I like That That's what I like like they really look like they could be family, like in real life. Carlton looked like he could be, he could be Aunt Viv child. Jeffrey looked Ashley like, looked like she could be. Jeffrey, Jeffrey looked, looked like he could be Jamaican. A real nigga. <laughs> Jeffrey is a real nigga in the show though. Mm-hmm. No, we we've been saying that every episode of the review series, huh? Yeah, I already know. Oh, but man, let's talk about it though. Before we even forget, man, the the next scene where they in the office and stuff, where they were like discuss, discussing the politics in particular about the situation with bitch ass Fred and like how they was gonna prepare for the date, the the debate. And what and the uh, spat that Jeffrey and Uncle Phil had that basically led to Jeffrey getting fired. Or taking the leave of assets, like Uncle Phil said. How do you feel about this scene? Like Jeffrey, like okay, time out. Repeat that again. What happened? I forgot. No, nah, it's the one where where they had that spat where they was in the office and they had this, you know, they was going back and forth. Oh yeah, when they blew up at each other when when we showed Uncle Phil the letter. No, 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 son. My fault. My fault. No, 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 Jeffrey. This is the this is the one where where Jeffrey 
and like blew up at him. But yeah, yeah, this is the one oh. where bro was in the room, and then they basically was getting ready for the debate. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of oh, myself too. Yeah. yeah, and they basically told Uncle Phil that he needs to like be more aggressive, and because Uncle Uncle Phil is that person to where like in this series at least to win, win at all costs. Win, win at all costs, but he's gonna make it seem like you, you made like you made, like he had no other option instead of like being more proactive on it. And that's basically what they what they were telling him. Like he needs to stop being, stop pussyfooting around it and making it seem like, like, cause he he be having his chess pieces in line, but he ain't gonna he ain't gonna budge on it until he feels like he has to instead of just taking the the necessary steps to go in the head and you know removing his competition out of his way type shit. So. That that was a good scene because I had I did, I did I didn't notice that about Uncle Phil until oh for sure they pointed it out so I really I really appreciated that so uh, that's this show does a real good job at character development yeah yeah so that's basically like I like that I like that part of this so I mean. So I really like that part of it. So um, anyway, what you were saying, though? Oh, you had said what you had said. Cause I'm um, like, I got the next scene all queued up. Shit, you saw the riff. The riff it got wide. Then I don't like check bitch ass from um Real Husbands of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's his name? It's Dwayne song from Real Husbands of Hollywood. Dwayne, Dwayne Campbell. Yeah, Dwayne Campbell. Yeah. No, Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin. That, his wife make all the money. Dwayne Campbell. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Don't, said it not me. don't say it's me, boy. <laughs> you said it not me. Don't say it's me, boy. All right. So, yeah. The, I'll, we, say, it, we, I'll we saw, say it again. Here, we, saw, we saw the riff go, go right in that, in that scene right there in particular, and we're going to see what that, what that eventually leads to towards the latter had a latter half of this episode but let's also talk about the very next scene where it is a view walking into a art walking into a art gallery or art office for her for her Neiman fellowship and she sees a few familiar faces to the fans if you know you know if you know you know but these two beautiful women basically like question her about her art and what was the purpose like what was the info what was the inspiration behind it but then like they said okay we're really not here for that we just wanted to know like why were you missing from the art scene for so many years basically you know that's like a recurring thing when it comes to unveiling and her work so they wanted to know that and then um they also wanted to know a lie i'd have said it's a player shit i'd have been like man I'm gonna I'm try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to. Uh, I want you to give your like your feel full full art nigga synapses. So let me go. On. Let me try to explain this thing all the way out because I know you are gonna go in on this one. Alright. So basically, <laughs> I already know you about to cook, son. So let me go. <laughs> I appreciate that. So they they basically asked her that asked her what what was her influence around or behind the art. But then they told her like it wasn't the real reason and they just wanted to like ask her like 
why was she missing for so long? And then she was gonna get him some type of generic answer, but then she like caught herself and just told me the real reason and shit, you know, basically was that like, she got tired of doing all the fuck shit when it comes to art and like the art world. When it comes to, like doing art galleries and just like feeling like that you gotta spend your answer. work. Hey, it was the honest answer. She was gonna give him the generic one, but hey, the honest one, we we saw that it got her this, the fellowship, and that was that. You know, she was tired of like defending her art because she had to. She get felt tired of going in the rooms full of white people and defending art that was like depicting black people and like what it was supposed to be about and shit like that, which I. I low key understood, but she should have told that she should have been saying that from the get go instead of like saying, Oh, this was Hitler, and like it was because I wanted to let Phil progress in his career, as we saw in other episodes. But, um, I really like the aspect of it, and that's really what they wanted to hear if you can look at it. Because once she said that, they were like, You know, good, and we really well, their face is definitely soft to offer it, huh? What'd you say? Their face definitely softened at that answer, though. Oh, yeah. Hey, but, hey, that's the truth, though. They, hey, sitting there, she didn't want to give him a generic answer because um, Bill coming into her own on this TV series. It seemed like she she tired of she tired of telling people what the fuck she know, what the fuck she know they want to hear. I think this is the first step. Well, I'm, and I think we're going to see more of it out of her, honestly. But go ahead and get your synopsis, son. I think that's the whole, the whole scene right there. Okay, first thing first, man. Shout out to them for actually bringing that aspect of the art world and saying, because black women are heavily scrutinizing art. That's first thing first. Like, that's a real damn thing. The sisters be dope as hell at what they do and don't even have the representation they deserve. Uh-huh. But not nah, the, the the meeting aspect of it. That's they had they are this is part is also true. Real that's real. They know who they gonna they know that if they're gonna pick you or not based on how you walk in the room, dog. Hmm. And Unviv walked in unsure was the best thing she could have done. Like not being sure whether or not she should have been on it. Yeah. That hum that humility, that's the best move because like no one wants to get the motherfucker that Oh, I know I belong here. Nah, bro. You got to be hungry. And Unfield has that hunger. Like, I got to prove my... I got to prove I'm still... Okay, y'all got... If you going to give me this, I got to live up to it. That's the whole thing about it. And Unfield definitely has that, that attitude towards it, for sure. That and the, the question... The question the lady was asking her about why she stayed so long... Her answer was perfect, but you could that the lack of media training, well, not lack of, but the lack of use of her media training with her husband being who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna endear her more to her fans. Yeah, I, I feel that way too. I feel like that's what they wanted. They didn't want her to come in there. They wanted. I feel like in this they gonna have in this series as far as like how it pertains to unveil and moving forward as we will now see that she will be pursuing this fellowship even though they did explain to her that this will take like time away from her family because she'll be traveling the country and things like that this will i feel like that's gonna feed into a narrative that they won't be of that like they want the vivian the vivian banks the young vivian vivian smith i would say 
that uh, was fresh into the art scene way all those years ago in the early 2000s, 90s, like whatever this that time period was. And they won't turn. And they don't want the, uh-huh. And they don't want the uh, the media trained woman. You know what I'm saying? They they want they want Vivian Smith. They don't want Vivian Banks. So it's all fun and games. Get that. Yeah, yeah. But hey, we gonna. I feel like there's gonna be a recurring aspect moving forward since we know what happens at the end of this series. I mean, the end of this episode. So. Did, is that is that is that the synopsis that is that the end of the synopsis that you wanted to give, or do you have more as far as this scene goes? You want me to go in depth on some things like how the interviews usually conducted, or leave it for another episode? Yeah, we can leave it for another episode. I I, I was just talking about like okay. pertaining to this scene in particular. Okay, shit, I'm done then. All right, good. Big bad move on bit. The next scene is a scene where Will comes into that office with Phil and put put that pamphlet on his desk. And as you know, we all know like what transpired as a as a effect of Will doing this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Basically Will goes in there. Until, wait, wait, nice, nice. <laughs> He tells Uncle Phil that he asked Jeffrey to find some information about his father. And that, you know, Jeffrey did as he always does because he always delivered because he's Jamaican. <laughs> Real talk. And they never fail. I ain't never met a Jamaican that didn't, that didn't deliver. Jamaican's always. Mexicans might work hard, but Jamaican's work hard with five jobs. What you talking about? Plays no game. And 50 bitches in their roster. They do not play games. Every one of them got a child. Buy them. <laughs> them niggas, them niggas, real talk. You, you saying that shit joking here. Them niggas really do I be know. handling business though. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know Jamaican. I ain't, I, I, ain't, I ain't never, I ain't never met a Jamaican that wasn't that nigga. Even the ones that be nerdy still be that nerdy nigga. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, basically, in this scene, though, Will hands over that pamphlet to Uncle Phil. Then Uncle Phil, you could tell on his face he was relieved when Phil, when Will said that he wasn't going to open the pamphlet because he didn't want to, like, release that onto the family, basically. I ain't going to lie, Uncle Phil, like, he was about to have blood pressure and went up shit. Oh yeah, yeah. He he get he, you saw them old black man eyes where his eyes kind of get <laughs> like they kind of get big well, what? and red at the same time. But what bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Now your auntie tell your uncle some shit he didn't want to hear. Yeah, yeah. You bullshit. He you bullshit. Hell <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um. That's the end of that scene. And then the next scene after that is Will and Carson talking, chatting it up for a little bit, but that's not really too important to this episode. So let's talk about the scene immediately after that, which is Lisa running out the house Ooh, onto the porch, yelling at bitch ass Fred. 
and Fred <laughs> is short, and Fred, Fred is telling her that she don't know shit about Rhea, and then she like, no, but I love him, I can trust him, things like that. And then he said, are you sure? Are you sure you can trust this 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 Negro? <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> this nigga. This nigga. <laughs> Because he because he had all these charges against him back in Philly, and that's the real reason he moved out here. And then Uncle Phil put all them strings for him. Exposing um, all that man business, bro. Yeah, yeah. Exposing all our nigga business, bro. The, the bitch ass Fred. nigga Fred. Bitch ass nigga named Fred. I ain't, bro, I ain't never. I only know. I only want no one worth a fuck. Mm-hmm. So basically, he proceeds to tell her that like. He got he got the information from Robertson, Judge Robertson, and then she tells him, <laughs> she basically tells him like tells him like why would you stoop that low? He know what uh, hell no nah. he know what the fuck he is. Hell yeah, bitch Oh yeah, fuck Fred. Fred a fucking police chief of LAPD. No, not just Fred. Oh, Judge, Judge Robertson, Robertson too. Goddamn, <laughs> he a bitch too. He a hoe. Hell yeah, but that's basically. We're going to see that come into play really, really hard at the end. Man. What type of ramifications that will play on this family and the future of this series. Because, shit, I don't Hey, how many more episodes we got in this shit? That's my question. I'm this thinking, shit is going to be Liddy Three Cities. Yeah, yeah. I'm th- I'm, it's, this is episode nine right here. So, I'm thinking it's going to at least... It's gonna at least have like one more episode and make it a solid ten. But I'm I'm expecting it from the way they're setting it up that next episode won't be the finale. So I'm expecting like a twelve episode season, thirteen episode season. It's not gonna be into. It's not gonna have twenty episodes. But Peacock is putting a lot of money behind this, so it could it could even have up to oh, like sure. fifteen. Oh, this is definitely some flagship shit. Hell yeah! But as they had Super Bowl commercial, all that shit for. If you Google Peacock. The first series that's gonna come up is Bel Air, so I'm I'm thinking it's gonna ha- I'm thinking it's gonna be thirteen to fourteen, you know, well twelve to thirteen. That's my that's my thing. But we'll tell if they got some real money behind if they if they go into episode fifteen for the first season. Oh shit, nigga! What? But ain't no fucking way. So ain't no fucking way. So ain't no. Is I'm looking at the next scene right now on Peacock, son, and there is a, a family picture on the mantle behind Uncle Phil's desk, right? Uh-huh. Nigga, that shit look... It's a recreation of the family portrait that they had in First Prince of Bel-Air. Because I just thought it was the First Prince of Bel-Air family, but if I, when I looked closely at it, I was like, I was like, nah, this is them. But they got them dressed up exactly like the family from the First Prince of Bel Air. Like, oh shit, clothes and all to a T, hairstyles and all. That dude, that dude sound hard as hell. Yeah, it's a it's a little Easter egg. I'm seeing this shit now. Nigga, fucking Ashley got on the same yellow dress that Ashley had on in the series in the Family Portrait. Uncle Phil got on that got on that fucking ugly ass vest. Will got on the fucking long sleeve. This might be the actual. The only reason I'm saying it's not a picture of the original first Prince of Bel family is just because I can see Uncle Phil is darker on that one. But if they if they had that nigga just a little bit lighter, I was about to say, nigga, this is a complete remake of it. But the hairstyles are the same. Will and Carlton both had a signature fade from the series. Um, Viv has a signature hair. Like, what? This shit crazy. I'm fucking with. It. I'm fucking with it. That's a nice little Easter egg right there. But, okay, anyway, let's talk about the very next scene after. 
after the aforementioned scene, which is basically when the beef, <laughs> the beef happened in this episode, basically. So, how do you feel about that, son? Broke my heart, man. Real niggas shouldn't hey. fight over shit like that. Hey, facts, facts, facts. Real niggas shouldn't do shit like that. I don't appreciate Uncle Phil not acknowledging his part to blame in this shit either, though. He took no responsibility for his own... I ain't gonna say misdeeds, but Jeffrey basically called him out for all this bullshit. Like, your well, how you how you say that shit that was so hard on um, your political aspirations? It's gonna hurt your family. Come at or something that, like that. Come, it comes at the cost of everything in your family. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, Jeffrey just basically laid it out there to him, bro. Like, anything that happens in your family, now you the blame. I ain't gonna lie, this shit's so much of a good drama. I was, I was expecting them niggas to come to blows for a quick second. I was like, oh, shit, they gonna come oh, to blows nigga, they, somebody they, gonna pull up. I could tell that they were fit, too. <laughs> I was like, they I gonna have... Lie, I, don't think, I don't think Uncle Phil had Jeffrey either. <laughs> I, they I, pushing P. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm, I was thinking that was gonna have them come to blows and then have the family run in and break that shit up. Like, what the fuck going on type shit. Then he was gonna yell at Jeffrey. That shit happened. What, what actually happened. Hey, that would have been lit, though. For real, because he still had to debate that night too. So that was gonna be a eventful night for Phil. He a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Jim pull up, yeah, man. He a bitch ass nigga. Fuck that nigga. They don't let the GDs in the building. <laughs> but who you thinking, oh, man? I want to say that Jeffrey ain't the right for this situation, man. But sure, man. Jeffrey, ain't nobody in the right, nigga. Jeffrey shouldn't have went behind Phil back. He should have let Phil nope. know because he's supposed to be Phil, right-hand man. That's just straight up. That's what his job is. He's, he's high security, and he was doing what was in the best interest for Will, though. Thanks, thanks. I ain't going to lie. If it wasn't for Will, Uncle Phil wouldn't be in the position he was in. Uh-huh, because he wouldn't have had to. He wouldn't have had those reconnections. He wouldn't have been able to connect. Up. Hell yeah, especially from the Alpha Day, the Alpha Picnic. So there's that, and also I don't know. I feel I want to see. I want to know what the fuck happened with between Jeffrey and his family because the way Phil said, Phil said, you just, just feel guilty about. I don't appreciate that from Uncle Phil either. Yeah, I feel like he was stupid long on that, but like they 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 like to paint Uncle Phil as a good dude. So I just want to see like what actually happened between Jeffrey and his family because what if it was some general fuck shit. But everybody, they painted Jeffrey as, as to be such this model citizen that we ain't gonna be able to, we ain't gonna nigga, be expecting what, what, nigga, what happened. Nigga, Jeffrey ain't no damn model citizen. But he a model family man type shit. He ain't model citizen per se, but you know what I mean. You feel me? I hear you. Yeah, so, yeah. Huh. I don't know, man. I feel like. Oh, yeah. By the way, if y'all don't fucking know, Jeffrey got fired in this scene, too. But y'all should have known I that. I fired a nigga to believe her absence. Yeah, yeah. 
Nah, the motherfucker got fired. Nigga took a leave after. Then they got fired. It ain't fired. <laughs> that boy don't want Jeffrey to be gone, but the boy it's a he was fired. But he, he said that he told Organ Phil, you can't just tell the family that you fired to raise too many questions. So tell him that I have a leave of absence due to a death in the family. That's Once again, having his nigga back. Hey, but hey, he's still fired though. But hey, I always think about family. Family comes first for Jeffrey, so. That's why I want to see what happened with his with his BM and his son because I want to know what the fuck the wealthy fuck was happening now. Like, what if he's such she a good family? Man? Tell you what, <laughs> what if he's such a good family man now because he made some mistakes with his family back in Jamaica? That adds up to him. That makes him a real nigga. Who all knows in due time, right? In due time, it gotta be. It's gonna be like that. Tell me. Time, but hey, that was some bitch ass shit for the field to find Jeffrey. I will say that that broke my heart a little bit. I was like, come on, man, ain't not P. I'm pushing P, man. Not pimping. Hell yeah. Not play a pimp. Lord, I said he was a pimp. <laughs> Everything lit I love when it's hot. Checked up my city and broke up the mouth. So. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jeffrey because in real life, he's Nigerian. So, shout out to him. Shout out to Nigerians out there. Nigga, we done talked about... Oh, did you watch that? Nah, I ain't gonna talk, ain't gonna talk about that this episode. We're gonna talk about that next episode. All right, the uh, podcast. I'm gonna that Godfrey episode. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Go, go ahead. Brother. Hold up. But uh, okay, the next scene after that is really just is Avil fucking with her, uh, fucking with her art, and then Fia comes in and tell her tells her the news about Jeffrey, and then basically he 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 had he dropped one hint in there to Avil, which made her raise her eye, and they said that like like they had like they had a. They were at odds or some shit like that. He was something that kind of alluded. He dropped like one little phrase that was in there that was like, they kind of alluded to like him and Jeffrey like coming at odds or something like that. So, I mean, I feel like Unc Viv, no. I mean, you can't put anything past a black woman like Unc Viv. And that's just the truth. Black so. guys. So, we're going to see where that goes. And, um,. We don't, we don't really, you know what I'm saying? We're going to dive into that later on in the series, hopefully. But, I swear, um, man. I think fuck the nigga Fred. Yeah, yeah, fuck that nigga Fred. I think the scene after this is the, uh, after this scene is the debate scene. Oh, yeah, also nah, in that nah, scene. Nah. Also in that scene, like. What, scene, what about, what about the scene where Lisa confronts Will? Oh, that's the next scene coming up. That's, that's the next scene coming up. My fault, man. I. You know, Peacock got all these fucking... Yeah, yeah. I ain't got premium Peacock, so nigga, I gotta, I gotta go through these commercials. I ain't, I ain't got this shit in now. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna pay for this shit. I gotta, I gotta go through the commercials. That shit, but... <laughs> I ain't finna... I'm not finna pay... I'm not finna pay $12 for all them goddamn buzz and that slow-ass uploads, man. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. Facts, facts, facts. No offense to Peacock, but you gotta step your game up for a nigga like us... Niggas like us can pay for this shit. Hey, the P- hey, Peacock do got the PJs, though. I don't give a fuck. That ain't, that ain't worth all that. 
that ain't worth all that lot that lagging. I'd rather pay five dollars for um Funimation. At least they they helping they hook a nigga up. They don't have no ads for five dollars. Hmm. And they ain't keep raising and all the anime like, like like Netflix or Hulu. Hulu on some bullshit. All right, so basically, they come back to the house in the next scene, and then basically, shit unveiled calls Janice and asks for the guidelines on the fellowship, and basically, you know, she she basically was created in weird. Oh, say it again. This is the scene where Unveils Unveil calls Janice. And tries to reschedule. Yeah. Yeah. And tries to decline the offer. Which uh, shout out to Miss Janice for not letting her decline this shit. That's why we got twenty four hour rule for a reason. Yeah, yeah. You ain't finna fuck this up. Exactly. I see you, Auntie. So she said we'll get back to you tomorrow. <laughs> shit like that. But uh, I mean, damn. After that, it just this is the scene where Lisa comes into the house and confronts Will, cause this was Will and Carlton in the kitchen. Will looking for fucking leftovers and shit like a real nigga. Carlton on his phone saying, "Nigga, just order DoorDash or something." <laughs> then that's when the door. That's when Lisa comes through the door. Who let the GDs in the building? Hey, because Jeffrey wasn't let her, let her in. So, who the fuck let this motherfucker in, son? Then she come she in. She let her damn self in. She come in with the mug shots and shit that bitch ass Fred gave for. Asking Will, was this bitch is a mug shot? Fuck you talking about, nigga. I'm a, I was a thug in Philly. You didn't know. What the fuck you talking about? Man, that ain't what the fuck happened, nigga. Will crying and shit. <laughs> He, he should have been a real nigga. Hey, the funniest part, so the funniest part, for the guy about Will character is this fucking stupid ass face that the nigga. Be having. That, that's accurate, cause that nigga look, that nigga really look shocked that he fucked up. This nigga be having that face at the every time he do some fucking shit, he have that face, but his his eyes be dead in the motherfucker. One of them be squinting cause he got low key a laser. <laughs> Uh-huh. He, be, he be he really be kind of like biting his lips a little bit. <laughs> really, nigga, really be mad. He really be ready to do this. That nigga, that he nigga really, really do be going lips, uh, uh uh uh. <laughs> yep. So he do that. He, he be going uh. He did that when they got caught coming down on stairs. He did that when he was in fucking jail. He just man, that's his fuck up face. Son. He did that when he had the gun. He got caught with the gun. That's his fuck up face. So from now on, we call him that. We a fuck up face, man. Nigga, on God, I like that fuck up face. Cause that, that what he be doing. He be fucking up. <laughs> Cause you don't cop. I done told everybody. Everybody know me. Know my got one rule when you doing some dumb shit. Don't cop to shit. Yeah. You don't know nothing. Admit to. to nothing. Got to man. Got to man. And and this nigga, this this motherfucker actually gonna. He always telling on. on their damn self. Too much, too damn much, son. Too damn Nigga, much. I don't do girlfriends like that, but I know rule number one: if she thinks she knows something, let her let her figure out what she know. Yeah, yeah. Don't incriminate yourself on shit. Treat her like the police do. Do your job. Oh God. 
Hey, if you if you catch me, I'll cop to it. That's how this works. But anyway, yeah, I, in this scene, like as far as like them having the argument, which they did, you know, about him not telling her, him being him not being straightforward, shit like that. Okay, Lisa, we've heard you. But then she also tells Will that her father knows bitch ass Fred. Bitch ass motherfucking Fred. Bitch ass Fred knows. I, and basically, hold up, like, before we get into bitch ass Fred, I got one question. Oh, go ahead. Um, why do when girls find out niggas lie to them, they go to they use the same damn excuse? Nah, same damn reaction. What? But we had sex, god damn it. You can't weaponize sex. <laughs> That's why I draw the line. No, they ain't weaponized. I feel like you know, they. I'm joking, nigga. I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, they ain't weaponized. They just like shit, shit. They, they, if it, that's why if it, that's why like women gets get really upset once you lie to them after you don't fuck them. It's like, damn, nigga, you can you couldn't be a real nigga. Let me know this before you before you before you enter my womb type shit. You understand? Before you before you buried your bone. Yeah, yeah shit. Cause in, in women head, they like, damn, I thought you was a real nigga. Now nah, I don't know what to think. So shit, it's kind of like that. But like, I, 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 hey, I, I usually don't quote Kevin Gates, but in this, this one, I just got to be, I just got to be like Kevin Gates and this is going, hey, just tell them straight up from, from the jump on everything. You ain't got to never worry about this situation. Better tell a baby this what it is. This how it's nigga, I, I ain't never heard you quote Kevin Gates. You're right. I ain't never heard you quote him. That's because a lot of stuff he be quoting be. I, I feel I, I feel like too many people quote him, but he do be saying some. He do have some good ass quotes though. I'm gonna be real with you, my G, and I know you gonna laugh at me for saying this. He said I put I put it like this. A lot of his quotes though, they they usually just be common common sense to a lot of people. But the thing is, a lot of people, if you if you if you if you low key if you low key. If you low key dumb, then Kevin K sound like the smartest nigga you ever heard. <laughs> Real talk. But he do and he, young he, boy. He and NBA young boy. I don't know in, any NBA young boy quote, so I definitely can't get him. I know nigga. I work with niggas that quote NBA young boy lyrics. Nigga don't. They need that. I'm, I'm so that nigga ain't even lyrics. I'm so like at least with Kevin Gates you can you can get a. The excuse that this nigga is like in his thirties and this nigga done been through a lot of young nigga shit. Like, like NBA M boy ain't even lived through the average young nigga life yet. This nigga got famous when he was sixteen. This nigga ain't, this nigga ain't go to prom, nigga. Fuck you talking about? This nigga don't know what clapping cheeks on prom night feels like. This nigga, all this, all this nigga know is fucking running down on bitches and fucking. I don't even think this nigga has consensual sex. I don't know what the fuck he be up to, son. What? I'm the just, fuck? Hey, I'm just telling the truth. That's son. a this, damn good one. I, I don't know what the. This, oh shit! The way this nigga been that's going in since one. he came on the rap scene, I don't. <laughs> I feel like he. I feel like he go in like the. I feel like he go in like the flags before they could say yes or no. This nigga already in there. Goddamn me. Damn. But he ain't. Shit. He ain't never had no allegations against him, so I guess. Happy chill. Hey. Happy hey. chill. Yeah, hey, I fuss with young boy with shit. Hey, we. We all we we won't be surprised if anything come out. If Kodak got allegations, nigga, we down so now. <laughs> Real talk. And Kodak, and Kodak was trying to move like he had some sense at one point. Hell yeah. We down so now. What the fuck going on? I got a theory about Kodak when he was like moving like he had some sense. Then he went to jail and then he got out and then acting like he didn't have none anymore. But we can talk about that in the podcast episode. So, um. Alright. Cause I mean 
that's really it for that scene. Then the very next scene is obviously the ending scene. Well, the ending scenes of this episode, which is basically that that Will and Will and Carlton have to go in and basically deliver the news that bitch ass Fred knows about Will's arrest. So I mean, that's kind of that's kind of this last scene. I mean, fuck yeah, this going out front. Oh yeah, fuck him. But shout out, shout out to Dwayne Campbell for coming and saving the day and letting them niggas in. And then there's also a scene where like Uncle Phil is arguing with Judge Robertson. And Judge Robertson like, is basically warning him and saying, you did it, you made it this way. Basically, like he wasn't telling he he was he didn't tell him what he had did, but Judge Robinson was basically telling him, just remember you did this, you did this type shit, bitch ass nigga. Judge That's Robinson. some villain type shit. Yeah, yeah. And now, I don't trust nobody named Robinson. I ain't never met a Robinson worth a damn either. Uh, I ain't met too many Robinsons. I don't think we had a lot in base frame. Nah, base frame. I'm talking about in life. I ain't never met that before. <laughs> True, but anyway, man. All right, so that's just me being a real nigga. The nigga, the nigga, Dwayne Campbell, fucking came, came and let them niggas in. And then they come, they tell, they tell Uncle Phil the gist of what's happening. They tell him, you know, that Fred, bitch ass Fred, know about the strings that that Uncle Phil pulled to get Will out of jail and to get him to Berlin. So now they, now I they feel like one of them should have walked up and said that. Hey, bitch ass Fred know everything. <laughs> Man, that should just be his name on his name on the show. So in the credits, it just it'll just have bitch ass Fred and played by bitch ass Fred type shit like that. But um, anyway, Uncle, Uncle Phil, man, at first he was like, I was kind of confused why he was like nonchalant about it at first. But we we later like in a few minutes after a few minutes passed, we figured that we figured made out me realize why. how gangster Uncle Phil is. Yeah, because when he was like, "Oh man, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. We, I, I got this under control. Cause fuck it, fuck it. I got this that's under a, control. That's a real nigga reaction. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, say I don't regret a thing. Okay. Fuck you talking about. Man, fuck that, nigga. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Nephew, don't worry about it. I got it. Hell yeah, yeah. Nigga, I've been nervous. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I would have. When a motherfucker, when a motherfucker that calm hits you with that shit, hey, don't even worry about it. Yeah. This nigga going out. This nigga got it. You pat that nigga down for the pistol. No cap, no cap, though. I didn't, I wasn't expecting him to do what what the fuck he he did though at this uh at this, at this debate. I, I wasn't expecting him to do that because like you you heard you saw him and like him and his campaign manager talking about oh man if he ever gets you on the rope ropes remember you got the knockout punch. I was like oh shit they go they gonna drop a big bomb on him. You know what I'm saying? I was like oh they gonna drop a big ass bomb on me you trying to pull up some shit about Will. So I was like, I was, I was ready for that shit, but then that did happen, and then, as we all know, Uncle Phil got up on that debate stage, greeted everybody, and I nigga bowed out of the goddamn debate race, the the race for DA. So how you feel about that, though? Man, look, bitch ass Fred. Number problem number one, bitch ass Fred. Oh, time out. Hold on, hold on. I'll, back to what I was going to say before we even, before you got in your bag about um the, the scene. Uh-huh. 
Nigga, I knew he. I, I'm, I think I think about shit in like eight dimensions and shit, like how I would move if I was in the TV show. If I'm Uncle Phil, that's the only option you got, really. Yeah, I was man. That's what I said. I was thinking it too, but then that that's when like he he and his campaign manager had said had said, "Remember, you got the knockout punch." So I was like, "Okay, what the fuck the knockout punch gonna be?" You know what I'm saying? I thought it was gonna be something yeah. the fans and nobody knew about. Because you know they I had, feel you on that too. Because they had they were talking about because the way he said it, I was like, okay, so this not the cheat no not the cheat on his wife shit. This some other shit. But it, the cheating on the wife shit is fine too, but you know what I'm saying? I thought the way they said it, I was like, Oh this is gonna be some other shit. But, you know Man Uncle Phil said that he drops out of the race. And so Man, I just want to know, like, where do they go from here? Because we all know, like, this how, like, basically how they were able to afford the life they were living. So, I basically want to know how this beautiful black well-off family is going to cope with not being able to, you know, basically make the make their bread the way they usually do. I feel like. He's gonna take the take the. I feel like Uncle Phil is gonna take the role of Jeffrey as far as like just watching over the house, being you know home security, you know just making sure everything's straight at the house, and then he's gonna let Viv take off with a fellowship type shit. You understand? And then in hopes that Viv would just be like become a world renowned artist type shit. That's what I'm thinking he's hoping for. But then again, man, you never really know. Cause I mean, what did Uncle Phil do before being a C DA? Yeah, a frat nigga. <laughs> I was just about to say, man, I don't think he did anything. But to be a DA, I guess you gotta be a lawyer, though, right? Um, I'm not nigga. You asking wrong, nigga? Cause a DA, a district attorney, so an attorney is a is a attorney at the end of the day. So maybe he go back to like practicing regular law and just not making a hey. shit ton of DA. I mean. Is he is he a defense attorney or he a um counselor? No, no, uh, D, no, I don't know that. I just know you gotta be, you gotta have some type of background in law to become a DA. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, ain't, I ain't gonna say you gotta necessarily be a lawyer because I don't, I don't know too much anyway. But shoot, I mean, what the fuck? I don't, what what I, do you, what do you think he gonna do? Real talk, I think he's just going to chill at the crib. He got independent money. I know he probably got side companies and shit. He probably has um, passive income, so that motherfucker probably ain't going to do shit. If you ask me, if you Wait ask on me the, next nigga put, the nigga got peas in the bank. What you talking about? If you ask me, he ain't no broke bitch, so it ain't like he's struggling. Hell yeah. So, I mean, y'all, that's basically it for this episode. I mean, it wasn't anything really spectacular um we're basically coming out of the episode now so i mean let's yeah we want y'all to let us know what y'all think about it our way so i mean make sure y'all like this follow us on all platforms that you, whatever platform that you're listening to us on make sure you follow us subscribe to us all this shit um Literally, yeah, let us know. Like, we go, we I've been having polls on the Spotify episode. So, if you listen to us on Spotify, just go ahead and like give react to the polls, like give y'all a little insight on the polls. And I always remember that y'all can always send us voice notes on anchor.fm slash PPSE. Y'all already know. So, 
I mean, hey, I think that's it for this one, man. Episode 9, Season 1 of Bel-Air. A good-ass episode. Nice, cut, and dry. Has had a few twists in it. But overall, just a good-ass episode. Nothing, not packed too much of nothing. But, hey. What you got to say on this, though? Ash, it's lit was lit. Damn good episode. Slow burner this one, bro. It took a minute for this one to get going. But I like where it ended up. Yeah, Gave yeah. us clarity and a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. When it got where it was going, they fucking Jeffrey got fired. Fucking... Lee, the news came out about Will. Fucking the, Uncle Phil pulled out, pulled out on out of the out of out of the debate. God damn! And all in all, I feel like that's a nice little solid episode right there. Peace.